Welcome to Hostel Homies, a podcast focused on the best parts of backpacker culture. I'm your host, Joe Glasgow. Each week I sit down with a new guest, ranging from the people I meet while I'm abroad to professionals who work in the travel industry. Listen along as they share hilarious and inspiring travel stories, unparalleled recommendations on where to go, and tips for seeing the world on a budget. For Hostel Homies, it's all about the journey, the destination, and the people you meet along the way. He said, what are you doing? I said, oh, I'm going to another city in the Czech called Brno. So I was given a recommendation by this girl I met in Paris. And um, so, I, you know, it was only an hour bus ride, or an hour and a half. So they go to uh, try to find a hostel in Krakow, and everything is booked up. You can barely get into the city. It was uh, Pope uh, Francis was visiting Auschwitz. Oh, and he's like okay, the so first pope to... Uh, ever visit Auschwitz, so they pretty the city was shut down. Yep. So they were like, that changes our plans. They're like, what are? Uh, do you care if we come with you? And I was like, not at all. Like that sounds awesome. Yeah. So let's just all book the same bus. And they were like, uh, bus? No, no, we have a car. And I was like, well, what? wait. Do you mind if I come with you? <laughs> yeah. so, sirs, you are helping me out more. Right. And and these kids were awesome. We mm-hmm. they you know this car. I'll have to, I have a picture of it. I'll have to show you. This car is uh, bright red, uh, little like hatchback, but from 1970. Mm-hmm. It, it is a gem. They had all these CDs that they burned, mm-hmm. and it was like Billy Joel and Michael Jackson. I was like, this is awesome. Like, You're just driving through Eastern Europe listening, listening to all this awesome born stuff. Born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen <laughs> and. Uh, but they just, it, we, we hit it off immediately. Yeah. So we go to uh, Brno and it, we just have a great time. We stay, we all stay in the same hostel mm-hmm. and we've been friends for years. It felt yeah, like. yeah, it kind of feels like you've known these people for way longer right. than you actually do. We just decided we're going to continue to travel together. You know, it was awesome for me because taking the buses, you have to stop some places. Mm-hmm. And these guys had, had done some traveling before. It, it, it was a little like, more peaceful, um, a little bit more planned out, and it was much needed after the chaos that's gone on. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. You needed a little relaxation. Exactly. So we uh, we go to Budapest, mm-hmm. and I had a friend, um, actually a neighbor up here at the lake that lives over in Budapest, mm-hmm. and he said, I have a place for you to stay. So I'm thinking I'm just staying at his house. Mm-hmm. So we get into Budapest, I'm thinking I'm just staying at his house. Turns out his one of his best friends just got married and they moved in together. So he, he had an empty apartment or an empty townhouse, two levels, four bedrooms. Like, what? yeah. And so he gives me the keys like this is this is your place. So <laughs> I ended up staying there with my two Dutch friends Good. for a week. That's so awesome. Yeah. You have a you have a good way of. Things kind of, obviously things kind of fall apart for you sometimes with police and whatnot, but you have an incredible way of things kind of falling into your lap. And I don't think it's coincidental. I think you put a lot of good energy out there. And I you, appreciate you, that. You, you, you do. You treat people right and it all comes back around. And these stories could only happen if you had your type of personality, really, because <laughs> it all comes around to that. So be- before we get back to the rest of the stories, a lot of this podcast is for advice for people. Yes. and. I think you were one of the best people I've seen at meeting people and making friends quickly. When you and I went to Toronto together, 
I, I left to get us some drinks. I come back, you already have like two best buds yep. talking to us. If you could give people recommendations for how to make connections quickly or how, what, what's the first thing you say to someone when you walk up to them besides, do you want to go to a sex show? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you kind of have to look at it like uh, your freshman year in college, mm-hmm. in the dorm. People are kind of timid, but you're all in the same position. You want to have fun. They want to have fun. Mm-hmm. But someone has to initiate it, initiate yeah. the conversation. So you just have to look at it like, hey, man, if I embarrass myself and they don't want to hang out with me, that's cool. I could just move on to the next room. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> you just you just you kind of just have to put yourself a little bit uh, outside your comfort zone mm-hmm. And it's super easy when you're traveling. Yeah. It's just, you hear an accent, oh, where are you from? Right. Everyone's in the same position. We're all here for a good time. Mm-hmm. But someone has to be that person to initiate the, the, the friendship. I agree. And it's, so, it's easier said than done, obviously. But I, I will say that I think that it gets, it gets easier the more you do it. It does. It yeah. does. Because you realize that, kind of like what you said earlier, there's more of those nice people out there than the mean ones. You know, there's more of the nice hostile owners and no, I truly than the ones believe that would kick you that, out. Uh, that people are genuinely good people. Mm-hmm. And not all people have that, uh, that mindset. But if you have that mindset, you'll approach anyone. Be that guy that, you know, is putting himself in a little bit of an uncomfortable situation, sure. but everyone will, will love that you were the one to take the to initiative. To do it, yeah, because everyone wins from it. Yep, yeah, exactly. Traveling especially brings that out, and it, it kind of works full circle where when I travel, I regain faith in humanity. Because yes. obviously, you, you know, you sit in the same city for too long, and you start watching the news, and you're just like, God, everything around the world is fucked up. You go out and travel for a bit, and you're like, no, nah, everyone, you know, there, there are some really nice people right. everywhere. Very true. So you do your week in Budapest with the free housing. Yes. And do you split up with the, the Dutch guys at that point, or do you guys continue on? No. So we, uh, we the main reason we went to Budapest was for one of the, the bathhouse parties. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, so we like go on a Saturday night, we go to that. Um, so then the next day, we want to go to this uh, national park, this waterfall national park, most mm-hmm. beautiful place I've ever been, uh, called Plitvitz in Croatia. Yep. So we get about you know two and a half, three hours outside the city. We've done all this shopping. We're going to camp for the night. They brought a tent. Uh, we had a sleeping bag. Oh, awesome. And so we were going to camp for the night outside the national park because we didn't want to pay the $15 fee to park inside the national park. You just stayed for free somewhere for a while, so you're like, exactly. I don't want to pay money. Exactly, yeah. so we get about two hours outside of the city, and we get to the border, and these guys don't have their passports. Oh, no, both of them? But, so what happened was, we, they left them at the house, and the, we, we were thinking of a hiding place. We put them in the microwave. We forgot them there. So we had to then drive back, and I had given up my, the key to that place. So my friend met us, got the thing, and then we told him we were just gonna head back out. We didn't wanna make him feel like uh, we needed to stay another night. So we ended up staying a night in a hostel mm-hmm. in, uh, after just spending a week in a, a penthouse. Yeah. You know, it, was, uh, it was an adjustment. <laughs> it's a step down, yeah. sure, absolutely. But uh, so then we, the next day we go to Plitvitz, and we're all, uh, we're so excited. I mean, we've seen, we're looking at pictures and it's just beautiful. We go get outside of Plitfits, we go camping. 
And I'll use that term loosely because I essentially just put on my rain, raincoat and zipped it all the way up. And uh, I used my backpack as a pillow and we slept in the hills of Croatia. Good. That's amazing. Yeah, got wasted on uh, Kale Mocho, which is uh, red wine and Coca-Cola. That's what, the, yeah, the, night, the perfect mixture, yes. Yep. So we got, we, so then we woke up in the morning, beautiful sunrise over the mountains. We get down into the Plitvitz and we are like one of the first people there, but what we started to notice is we're the only ones in, in swimsuits. Mm-hmm. And we're like, this, what the hell? So we're thinking maybe the water's really cold, whatever. So we get, get into the park and we are, you know, jumping off waterfalls, swimming out into the middle of these lakes. And the water is so clear, you can see the bottom like, like 60 feet down. I mean, just beautiful. Oh, incredible. And so we're swimming out and the water's cold, but it's, you know, you only get this experience maybe once mm-hmm. in a lifetime. So uh, we're swimming and having a great time. So we take a bunch of pictures. We go, we 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 head out. You know, we head out from uh, Plitvitz and head to Split. So people were talking to people in Split. Split's another city in uh, Croatia, mm-hmm. right on the water. Unbelievable. Yeah. So we're talking, and they're like, "Where are you coming from?" We said, "Oh, we just uh, went to that Waterfall National Park. Like the, some of the best swimming we've ever done. It is highly illegal to to swim in that water, <laughs> and we had no idea." <laughs> It made sense that no one else was wearing bathing suits. <laughs> Wait, when you were in there, was there no one else in the water with you? No, not one person. And everyone's looking at us, giving us this like funny look. We didn't understand it. Yeah. We, <laughs> That's fucking amazing. You're sitting there like, this is the most beautiful water I've ever swam. It looks like no one is swimming. This yeah, before. it's like it's so, so clean. clean. There's no trash. Like... This, I mean, how do they keep it this clean? Because they keep fuckers like us out of it. <laughs> so I feel like you're one of few people who has, who has swam in that before. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, there, I, there, there are not very many people that have done that. Uh, because, not because, uh, you know, for lack of trying, but uh, they're, I guess they're pretty strict on, uh, on, the, on, on the punishment. So we had no idea, thank God. You were you were pretty close to having a, a third a third Encounter. police officer. Yeah, absolutely coming after it. Yeah, so we got to split um, and stayed in this hostel right on the water, mm-hmm. like a mom and pop hostel. Beautiful. I mean, she cooks you dinner. Oh, lovely. Does your laundry? It's all. I mean, just unbelievable place. <laughs> so this is where we kind of realized that they have to get back up to work. So we spend, you know, two nights there. We take a ferry over to Havar, which is a, a party island off yeah. uh, 30 minutes off, off the coast of Croatia. Mm-hmm. Awesome place. Yeah. So we do that for one night, um, and then we go our separate ways. And like you were talking about earlier, you just go on recommendations, of things you've heard about, you know, or, or you follow people on Instagram mm-hmm. that you've met during the trip and you see where they are. It gives you just ideas. And I saw one of my buddies ended up in Bosnia. I was like, I, I, know, I never really heard of Bosnia mm-hmm. before. Um, so I decided I'm going to book a, a bus. 
within five minutes of seeing his post from Bosnia, I had a hostel and a bus ticket booked. Talk about travel inspiration, man. Some of those those posts really work. It really did. It did. So I I check in on Hostel World. Mm -hmm. I I check in, pay for it. I get to the hostel. Well, I don't have service over there unless I have Wi-Fi. They sent me a message through the app saying, we... Uh, we know you're, you request a late check-in. We will not be at the front desk, but we'll leave a key for you. Here's your room. Uh, you know, here's your sheets or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they leave it outside the, kind of hidden, but outside the front door. Mm-hmm. So I get back and the thing is locked and I didn't get this message. So I'm like, damn it. I'm locked out. I don't know where yeah. I'm sleeping tonight. Yeah. So I just kind of put on my rain jacket, zipped it up, used my uh, used my bag as a pillow, and fell asleep in the in the front uh, front walkway until about I don't know you know early in the morning. These two uh, Australian girls were coming back, so they they were like, um, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "Well, I'm actually I was supposed to stay here, but I can't get in. No one's answering the door." Yeah, yeah. Um, they were like, "Well, you can you we have an extra bed in our room. Like, just you can stay there." So I stayed in their room for the night and I walked down in the morning and from, from my, from their room and to tell the, the hostel manager that I want to check in. And it was that it was very confusing for him why I need to check in after I've already stayed a night (laughs) and there's a language barrier. Mm -hmm. So he says, no, no, my, my nephew, great English. So, all right. So his nephew, he called him his nephew. They're just like good family friends. Mm-hmm. He comes in and they, he said, so what happened? I said, you know, I didn't, I didn't know you guys hit a key for me. I said, I'm not trying to get a free night stay. I just want to get mm-hmm. where I'm supposed to be. And he was like, no, no, you're not, we're not charging you for last night's stay. I was like, you guys are so nice. Like, Everyone is so it just, nice. It just, yeah, it just, uh, you know, certain things fall into your lap. Yeah, if you, if you, yeah like you said earlier, you, if you give out good energy mm-hmm. or you uh, treat people well, it, it, it comes back. So the whole reason I went to Bosnia, though, was there's this bridge called the the Starry Most Bridge. Mm-hmm. I believe it's the highest bridge in the world you're legally allowed to jump off of. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm on my phone. I'm telling my parents I'm in Bosnia. And my dad's like, oh, you know, I heard there's like this beautiful bridge there. Like you should like take a picture on it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I should. Mm-hmm. But this bridge that I went to, I specifically went there to jump and it's 27 meters maybe 20 25 meters which is you know 80 80 feet about and the water is 36 degrees fahrenheit yeah so i you know the the first couple nights i was in bosnia we just went out had a good time but i wanted to do this so i went and you know you go to these guys the, the locals will stand on the bridge and wait till they get a crowd and then they they have to make like 25 euros before the guy will jump so everyone's donating money to see this guy jump tourists come from all over the world to see people jump from this bridge i went there to jump to, from the bridge. to be the jumper yeah <laughs> so they take you through uh they take you down to a platform that's about 
30 feet high and they teach you the form and you, they, you do about two jumps and they're like, yep, you're good. Well, uh, let's go up to <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, we'll go up to the big boy. So we uh, get to the top of the bridge and they give you this form. You put your hands out like, uh, you know, like, 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 like you're, yeah, on the tight, on the front of the Titanic, you know, <laughs> it's just like you put your hands out like you're Jesus and you, it helps you keep your balance. And I've never felt a cooler feeling in my entire life yeah. coming down, hitting that water. I got out. My legs were like shaking. I was, it, it was this, a sense of euphoria that I've never experienced in my life. No kidding. Cause you're following that crazy <laughs> nervousness before jumping right. and then you're hitting such cold water. So they actually dump uh, cold water on you before you jump to kind of shock your system. So it does, it doesn't happen when you, uh, when, when you, you hit the hit water. It. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So what are you feeling like before you jump? I was a little nervous, but it's just that the feeling of traveling, you just yeah. kind of, uh, you, you know, there was a little bit of nervousness, but it was a lot of excitement. And are there people just kind of cheering you on? Yeah, there were, there, there were like, maybe the bridge was full and then the viewing deck was full. So there's probably five or 600 people watching. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's incredible. And you have a video of you jumping or someone else jumping? Me jumping. You, oh, jeez. Okay, perfect. Yeah. That's going on the Hostel Homies Instagram. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> that's going to be the best. That's, yeah. I think that's a great thing to find when you're, when you're going to a different country, finding, and I've mentioned this before on the podcast, one thing to do in that country. Right. And you, you were driven, and, and that way it makes more sense. It's easier to justify all the other activities because you go, no, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump off that bridge. Right, right. right. It was uh, the coolest thing in my life. But the best part about it is you get down, you hit the water. They come over, kind of make, they, they're, they're down on the rocks, making sure you can still swim uh, when, once you hit the water. So I swim over to them. Everyone's cheering me on. I mean, it was the coolest feeling ever. I felt like uh, Rudy from Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah. like, so they parade you through the street up to the Bridge Divers Club. And it's just all these people that have have uh, that are locals that do it for a living. So they 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 kind of parade you through the streets, and people are cheersing you, like you know, giving you a drink of their beer while they're having lunch at a at a restaurant. Oh, it's the that's coolest, awesome! The coolest feeling <laughs> in the world. So I got up there, and they ha- give you uh, they have a bottle of uh, some like kind of whiskey and a pack of cigarettes, and you just kind of bullshit with them and tell mm-hmm. stories. You know, how you got to Bosnia, what you've been doing before. Mm-hmm. I hear about, you know, their story uh, because only 20 years ago, there was a, a civil war. So it is somewhat underdeveloped because mm-hmm. of all the carnage during the war. Mm-hmm. But they, their stories are just unbelievable. And then they, they, you know, they send you back to your hostel. They say, and they'll, you know, then, hey, we'll meet up and we'll go to, we'll go on a little uh, pub crawl. And we'll have dinner, and then we'll do a little pub crawl after. Good. And you didn't pay for it. You don't pay for a thing the whole night. They kind of just like treated you like you were one of the one of the boys. That's amazing. That really You're basically cool. treated like a celebrity too, then, right? Yeah, and and because and everyone that's staying in your hostel. So I was the only. I was the two thousand one hundred seventy-six person tourist to ever jump from that bridge. That is not that many. No. <laughs> so and 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 so they only get about one a week, or so. When someone does, mm-hmm. everyone knows about it. Wait. So the day that you jumped, were you the only person who jumped? I was. <laughs> so they they gathered that 
crowd of 600 people for you. I was the only one that jumped that day. That is absolutely amazing. That was awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was awesome. So, uh, and you know, I, I'd never heard of Bosnia. I had no idea on a map where it was, mm-hmm. but this is coming to the end of my trip because I stayed, you know, a, eight days in Budapest. Mm-hmm. I've now, I'm, I'm now at 10 days in Bosnia mm-hmm. and I had bought a return flight back from Cologne, Germany. I had no fucking idea where that was. So I am, I am about a, 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 maybe a four-hour, five-hour flight. I thought I could just take a bus. Mm-hmm. Or Western Germany? We, uh, Western Germany. Yeah. So it's, yeah, pretty close to France and Belgium. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had no sense of, of, uh, of, of direction or where mm-hmm. I was. So I'm, I, you know, I meet this one girl who is actually living in Cologne. She's American, went to Louisiana State. Uh, LSU, and she's just she's living in Ger- in Cologne, Germany, as an au pair. So she says, you know, when are you flying out? What's the rest? And I said, you know, I have to get up to uh, Cologne, and I was only gonna really because I love Bosnia so much, and the people are just incredibly yeah. nice. I mean, the, the, some of the nicest people I've ever met. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really want to leave Bosnia, but I met this girl, and she's been living in Cologne for almost a year now. Mm-hmm. And she was really cool. She went to a big, a big uh, state college in the U.S., so mm-hmm. she understood the going to the football games sure. and the tailgate. You know, we we had uh, some, some a similar uh, college background. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we decided to get uh, a flight on the same day into Cologne, Germany, and we got in about twenty minutes uh, apart from each other. Mm-hmm. And then she was my tour guide for like uh, three days while I was in Cologne, and we I got to see everything in that city, and it was beautiful. You got like a personal tour guide and friend to take you around. It, it was crazy. It was that really is, crazy. That is wonderful, man. Yeah. So I uh, we we go out my last night there, and I get uh, my flights at nine o'clock, which was. Oh, I don't know why I ever thought I should book a flight at nine o'clock. <laughs> so I get, uh, we go out, I get home at probably seven o'clock. Airport's like an hour away. And they tell you, you know, international flights, you got to be there. You know, they say two hours. And at I'm least, coming back. Yeah. This is to come back to the United States. Mm-hmm. So I get to the airport at uh, you know, I think 25 or 30 minutes before my flight's supposed to head back to Boston. <laughs> I was just so out of it that day. And I walk in and I say, I know I'm late, but where is the gate for the, you know, whatever flight number to Boston? And the guy looks at me like I have four, like six eyes. And he goes, uh, sir, that flight was canceled weeks ago. I was like, you're kidding. What? <laughs> So what's so cool about traveling, I was able to unplug from the real world. Mm-hmm. I didn't check an email while I was there. I didn't look, I didn't, you know, I, I, I responded to a few texts back and forth and mm-hmm. with my parents and stuff, but I didn't do an, a, th- a single piece of work, nothing for school. I didn't check an email. You were completely disconnected. They canceled my flight three weeks prior to me <laughs> getting there. So then they, I was like, are you serious? Like, I have to get back for school because this is the end of August now. <laughs> so I have to get back for school. They said, okay, no problem, sir. We'll take care of it. They put me on a, a, a flight to Switzerland. 
And then that's gonna that was a connecting flight, which then I'm gonna take to Boston. Mm-hmm. Well, they put me. I I use I, the same airline that I flew to get to Paris for less than two hundred dollars. <laughs> I used them to get back, and it was you know maybe two hundred and forty bucks to get back, and because I don't have a bag or anything, you just have yeah. a carry on. So they put me on this Air France flight where the the seats go all the way back. Oh, yep. I've never flown first class in my life. It wasn't even first class. It was just uh, the nicest plane I've ever been on. <laughs> it was all first class. Yeah. yeah. And they had a drink cart that goes back and forth the entire flight. <laughs> I I just, I, I, I maybe, you know, I, I had probably 10 beers. It was the most enjoyable flight I've ever been on. And you met some nice people on that flight I too, I did, right? yeah. Yeah, I met them. Uh, they... One of the one of the girls there was a, a graduate from Ohio State. Um, a, this girl next to me was really cool. Uh, you know, she she had a couple glasses of wine, but knew that I would I would take all the beer I could get. So after she stopped drinking, every time the cart would go by, she'd ask for a beer for me too. So nice. I, I yeah, so it was it was the best flight I've ever been on. <laughs> And, and so I, you know, I got pretty friendly with her and I was like, you know, I, I don't mean to be like pretty forward, but I, I, you know, you heard my story. I wasn't, I didn't book this flight. They did it for me. I said, you know, how much, how much was this ticket? She was like, I think we paid like $1,400 and I was each? Like, each one way. I was like, oh my God. You're uh, measly like $250. Right, right. They upgraded me. And the craziest part about the upgrade was because my flight was over 2,300 kilometers, that you, there's, there's some company policy that you can be reimbursed for your flight plus uh, some kind of added bonus. Mm-hmm. And I got 600 euros, which is you know, $650 for that flight. What? They, they reimbursed <laughs> me. So your flights were covered. Yeah. By, on that. Yep, my flights were covered. Plus some. Yes. <laughs> I want to bring it back to the Australian girlfriend for a second. Okay. Because, because she, at the time, I'm sure when she broke up with you, it was not a great feeling, right? It was foolish of us to think that it was going to... She was on the other side of the world. Right, yeah. right. But at the time, you weren't, you weren't pumped about the situation no. of, of breaking up. It's, it's funny how sometimes those things in life where you think that it's, you know, it's the end of the world or you think that it's devastating... That led you to probably the best, you know, one of the best trips of your life. Yeah, by far. <laughs> Which is incredible. Yeah, you feel one day, you feel like the sky is falling. And then the next day, I, you know, you're, you're meeting some of the best people you've ever yeah. met. You're and, falling through the sky into a... Right, right. <laughs> in Bosnia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, but traveling is a, it's a high that I've never experienced. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, tr- it really is. You get, you get this... This sense of euphoria, you don't you don't experience hangovers. Mm-hmm. It's just so cool. I absolutely agree. Yeah. Uh, I ask everyone this: Is there a specific city in the world, and it can be one that you've mentioned already, city, place, bar, anything around the world that that everyone needs to go see? Uh, I think Croatia is one of the most beautiful countries in mm-hmm. the world. You know, I haven't been everywhere, but it was stunning. You have the coastline and then about two, three miles in, you have these massive rock formations, kind of like mountains or mini mm-hmm. mountains. And it's, I mean, you have, so you have the, the coast and then mountains two miles off. It is beautiful. Man. And the sunsets in Croatia are, are something like I've never seen before. Yeah. Good Lord, man. That is a trip. 
in total, what is it, six or seven weeks? Yeah, I think it was, I'd say seven, I think it was six and a half weeks. Okay, yeah. You, you did Europe right. <laughs> you absolutely did it right. I cannot wait for you to take another trip so we can do another one of these. Um, I think we could probably do our own separate episode on our trip in Toronto. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's very true. We, we had a good time up there. Didn't we, we will definitely do that. You will, you will hear another episode with Cheech on it soon. Thank you for listening to Hostel Homies.